everybody. Welcome to our Faith, Family, and Fellowship podcast. I'm Otis. I'm Barté. And this podcast is all about faith, family, and fellowship. We are super excited just to be able to get together with you all today. Thank you for your attention and your time. Today is a very exciting podcast for us because we have our first official guest. Yes. Yes. And these two individuals are so important to our life. We don't know where we would be without these two individuals. Well, we wouldn't be. That's a good point. We would not be at all. And when we say that, what we mean is today we have both of our mothers on the podcast. (laughs) So we are excited to have both of our moms on the podcast. My mom, Diane, and... My mom, Ellen. Nice. Nice introduction. We are so glad to have them with us. And this is our Mother's Day special. So y'all show them some love. This is their first time actually talking with the crowd the way that we have them talking today. But we know they're going to do a good job. So we're just going to sit back, have a conversation like family always does. And we pray that you get something out of this. So, ladies, how are y'all? We're doing good. Great, great. Great, great. Well, it's good to see y'all. Let me just tell you before I start... I have right now represented in the room with me, um, I, I'm going to say five of the most important women in my life here sitting right here. I am a blessed and fortunate man yes, sir. to have both my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother, and my grandmother's sister, my great aunt, in the room with yes. me. Now, y'all won't hear from the two of them, but they are here and they are representing as well. Yep. So what I have is the woman who's responsible for birthing me and raising me, the woman who I married and her mom who is responsible for birthing and raising her. And both of these ladies are influential in my life. Um, and then I have my mom's mom and her sister. And they were very uh, uh, important to my life as far as my upbringing as well. So I'm just, I'm blessed today. So let's get into some questions because these women have a lot of wisdom and we want to see uh, how they might be able to help you and your family. So um, you want to you start with the first question? All right. First question is, what has been one of your greatest challenges as a mother? Either one can answer first. Well, um, as I think back... One of my challenges were my husband was in the military and those times that he had to leave, I was mother and father. <clears throat> so at times it would get a little, not much, but I had my mom and I had my husband's mom there and my aunties to help along the way, mm-hmm. but still that father figure right. was not there. So that was one of my greatest challenges. What age were they when he was away? Um, oh, around about. Yeah, I know it's been young. a long time because yeah. they're old, you know. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Pastor, uh, Pastor O might have been like 11 or 12. Yeah. Kobe probably 6 or 7. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. We did but, a good job, though. I mean, we did. We didn't have that, but like like Mom said, we had a lot of uh, other people around us, and so I think that's really critical for family that people there are people there to step up and step in when you don't have everybody. And I don't think that happens a lot in families, but yeah, that was that was good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, similar but not so. Um, I had, I started early, <laughs> so initially started out as a single parent, and I mm-hmm. did marry um, Bronte's father, mm-hmm. but he was also in the military, um, he was in the Navy, but it was like 
uh, Diane said, kind of challenging that mm -hmm. I was young, learning how to be a mom, mm -hmm. really, and then not having the father there so much. But I did have my mom, uh, her auntie, mm -hmm. sister-in-law, everybody. So to me, actually, to be honest, she was like a baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I dressed her up. <laughs> But um, I did have a, a lot of help to do it. But yeah. during that time, I was the challenge was really for me learning how to be a mother yeah. at a young mm -hmm. age. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's big, um, especially today. I mean, it's, it's no different today, I don't think. But um, that support from family is really critical for anybody that's raising kids, I think. And so we certainly applaud both of you. I think I think I turned out pretty good. I think you turned out pretty good. And so y'all did a good job. We did. <laughs> so that leads me to this then. What, if anything, would you do differently if you could start all over again? I think I would go to college. Really? I had a chance to go and I didn't go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So as the years went by, that's one of my regrets. I would go to college, marriage, then children. Mm -hmm. You all had a good life. Yeah, you know, but most definitely. You had a good life, so I think if father had that degree, it could have been better. Okay. Mm -hmm. Could have been better, but that's what I would do. Okay. Okay, similar thing. I did go to college. I started and stopped. Started. <laughs> Started back, stopped, didn't finish. But um, I would probably do pretty much the same thing. Wait a little bit longer, mm -hmm. make some changes, but I wouldn't change my child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you know, even though um, I got a divorce or whatever, but I would still want Bronte, yeah. the same one, mm -hmm. you know. Mm hmm. That's awesome. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. She still would want you, Bronte. One of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind. I bet you were bad when you were little, huh? So let me ask this because I struggle. <laughs> I struggle with, I um, with transitioning, kids transitioning to adulthood, mm -hmm. you know, like mothering them in that phase. So we have a 22-year-old, 20-year-old, and about to be a 17-year-old. Mm -hmm. And parenting is a little bit different. And it's hard to, you know, like say, okay, you're at this age now. You can be on your own. You make your own decisions. I'm not going to coach you. I'm not going to whatever, you know, just let them go. I guess this is what I'm trying to say. How did y'all um, deal with that, you know, that letting go point? And well, that's exactly what you would have to do, mm -hmm. letting go. It's hard. It's very difficult. I have boys, um, and it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. There were days I cried when they left mm -hmm. because we were so close, and mm -hmm. we played, and we laughed, mm -hmm. and we were just a tight family. Mm -hmm. And so when they left, it was like I didn't hear from them that much, and I missed them. And what they call that house when it's empty? Empty syndrome. Empty syndrome. Yeah. I went through that. You went through it. I went through that. And my husband said, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I would just cry all the time. But it passes. It okay. passes. Okay. I don't think my mom went through that. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not go through that. I was excited. But to be honest, um, when we did first take her off to college, mm -hmm. I didn't cry in front of her because I didn't want her right. to cry. 
So it was like, okay, let me wait till I get back in the car. But I'm this person that I hold mm-hmm. all my stuff in until nobody knows about it but me and God. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of hold it in. But um, I kind of um, just step back and let them come to me. Mm-hmm. I'm the type, I'm not going to just jump in. You know, if they want to talk, then fine, we'll talk about it. If right. not, you know, I started off with a girl, Bronte, mm-hmm. of course. That was pretty easy, mm-hmm. to be honest. You're blessed. Oh, there you go. I am so, blessed. I am blessed. <laughs> she wasn't as hard. Yeah. And she was quiet, but, uh-huh. you know, she wasn't an innocent, quiet, sweet. <laughs> but she was a good girl, so it wasn't yeah. so hard. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. I mean, um, I, I am blessed and fortunate. Uh, I can tell that she is your daughter. She has your... Um, she doesn't just look like you, but she thinks the way you do. Um, she, I, I, I do pray for her because I think that as as Jalen gets a little bit older and walks away and we do go through the empty nest syndrome, I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like for either one of us mm-hmm. because we're so used to having all of them around at some point in, in mm-hmm. some parts of the day. And um, Jalen, when we have moments now where we're like, okay, what are we going to do? <laughs> because Jalen's doing his own thing and we're trying to figure out what to do, what we, what we need to do next. And so I think that's a, a pivotal part of any relationship is to determine, you know, to make sure you have a relationship so that when the kids do go away, you have something to hold on to and do with each other. So um, interesting to hear your thoughts. We just recently, not many years ago, learned that mom, mama was crying um, as we were gone. Dad, dad said something about it. Was like, I didn't know she was crying, but she went through the phase. And we were, we, we were and are a very close knit family. So I can see the challenge in that. So, yeah. 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 Like you said, when you took Bronte to college, when we took COVID to college, <laughs> I, I was crying on the way back. Uh, Pastor O and Friends Lady was uh, dating at the time, right. and they were in the back seat just playing and <laughs> wrestling and having a good time. And I was crying. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. were crying then. We uh, oh, we COVID, did. So yeah, yeah. Challenges. Just look forward to it. Yes, look but I, you know what? I really don't think is that hard for the guy, though. I really don't, um, because you can kind of let them go I guess maybe because you've been a guy maybe. and you're like they'll be fine <laughs> let them go they alright just think we just process it a little bit differently you know I think it's different for every man but I mean you miss it especially when you have not to say that it's different with girls but when you have boys and you have wrestled and you have had conversations with them I'm usually the one that would have that deep conversation with them about a girl and what they're doing and so you have it's a unique bond it's different than I think what you have with the mother which is is, is another question we'll have that hopefully you guys can answer for us but I, we, we just process differently um, mm-hmm. and, and some guys I've seen some guys cry at some would just be like it which would probably be me okay y'all let us know if you need anything <laughs> and make sure you keep in contact that kind of thing but mm-hmm. it's just a process of how we process it i think um so saying that then what do you think um a mother's love why do you think a mother's love is different than any other natural love um my mother-in-law you can go first um because of the fact that we nurture yeah, we carried them first of all for nine mm-hmm. months with my tail was seven. But <laughs> always moving <laughs> fast. <laughs> but you know, you nurture, you have that bond and you're there and you go through uh-huh. the birthing process with them mm-hmm. and you hold them close and dearly, and especially a girl. Um I've never been the type to just 
you know, sit and hug and mm -hmm. all that on you. But Bronte was always the clingy type. Mm -hmm. So she was going to know she was going to hold on to my leg or be, you know, whatever. So, but you know, that love doesn't, it doesn't matter what your child do. Mm -hmm. It's just like God yeah. mm -hmm. with us, mm -hmm. you know, God going to love us regardless. Right. And I think we have that similarity with God, mm -hmm. mother and God, because you're going to love your child no matter what. Right. That's right. Because exactly. you go through that process with yeah. them. And most of the time when, when something is wrong, mm -hmm. the child, whether male or female, they're going to call mom. Yep. And mom gonna sit there and they're gonna mm -hmm. go through it. I can remember with Bronte and Justin, mm -hmm. you know, she didn't know what to do, but mama. Mm -hmm. And you know, if she get in deep, she doesn't call as much, but if she got a really, really bad problem, she gone mama. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yep. you have that connection yeah. that, like I said, no matter what, mm -hmm. you're gonna love your child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mom, you wanna add anything? I agree. Yeah. Um, and you know, I look at natural love, you know, People love you today and hate you tomorrow. Right. Yeah. You know, it just depends. Mm -hmm. And, but like Louis said, that motherly love, no matter what your child does, you know, you're going to love them no matter what. Yeah. You're going to be there. Yeah. I think uh, from a family standpoint, um, what, what, what I like about our families is that even, you know, when we got married, um, there, for me, I can say for me, there was an instant connection to my mother-in-law. Um, and Bronte and my mom, I think, had a pretty instant connection. And so what we see today is that there are many families that can't connect on a level. Um, mm -hmm. We're still talking about love. Um, you'll hear people say, man, I can't stand my mother-in-law. I can't stand my father-in-law. I, oh, I can't stand her yeah. family or his family. Mm -hmm. What I love about our families is that we were able to come together and create something that's unique for mm -hmm our families mm -hmm. to the point that we actually have um, dinners together we, we hang out together um, and that's very special and I, and I kind of I kind of kind of gloat a little bit and, and boast a little bit about the fact that we do have such a close-knit family even amongst our families and we don't get to see each other every day but the beauty is that we can come together and love on each other to the point that we share birthdays together like you two will buy gifts for each other not mm -hmm. not every family can say that they have the benefit of seeing that happen mm -hmm. um, and so there I think the reason I'm saying that that natural love I think kind of bleeds over into the families and just creates another level of of love amongst all of us right yeah that's true um, how do you think the role of the mother has changed over time you know these new school people <laughs> it's kind of different how has it changed what would you say has changed well <laughs> Diane is looking like okay you can answer that question first <laughs> um, mothers are textbook mothers now, for one thing, mm. they like to um, go by books. Mm. They read books and they want to go by what's in the book and what's this and what's that. And um, for not, I know you're trying to figure out how to say that. <laughs> mothers now, um, I guess for lack of a better word, some mothers, I won't say all mothers, mm. are, are kind of mother in a lazy way because and i say mm -hmm. that because of technology oh yeah. yeah yeah you know it's the fact that okay let me give them um let me give them uh, my phone or let me give them uh, a tablet or let me give them something to keep them occupied whereas when we were coming we would you know play with them or take you outside right. or do different things like that go to the park and you still have mothers that do those things right. but 
um, you just have things that you put away. Like mm -hmm. when we, when I was bringing my kids along, we had dinner at the table. Right. And now y'all know that I get not so happy when y'all have those phones, <laughs> <laughs> those phones at the table. Uh -huh. You know, because you, it's a lack of you know communication mm -hmm. there when we everybody start getting in there. So mm -hmm. I just think mothers, they just. I don't know. They just don't be as involved sometimes with the kids, mm -hmm. or they want to do everything by, by in some cases by the book. By the book. And you can't raise a child by a book. That's true. <laughs> so true. True. I have a question. I was going to yeah. ask. Do you think maybe mothers today are mothering in fear? Hmm. Because of things that's happening with our young black boys? That's a good question. Um, I'll, I'll let you answer first. You're a mother. I don't want to jump in on, on that. Uh, I'm not mothering in fear because, you know, I think it starts from the root, from the ground up. You know, I had a grandmother. I had a mom. I had people in my life that showed me how to be a mother. They were examples for me. Um, and I've never been the textbook mother. I've never been the social media mama you know that kind of mom so i can't relate on that in that aspect but as far as raising them in fear i think they're raising them a little bit different mm -hmm. um because of the things that have happened you know in the in in the world um so we have to train them a little bit different you know it used to be a time where you didn't have to have them, hey, pull over. If you pull you over, mm -hmm. go make sure the area's light is a lit area and that type of thing. Or make sure you have your pants up and your shirt. You know, you have to tell them how to dress and tell them because you're afraid of, of the police. And so now mm -hmm. they feel like they can't be themselves. And so sometimes that causes rebellion in them. Yeah. Because they want to do the opposite, like, everybody else can be themselves, why I can't be myself? And then it, it's just this whole cycle. So I think, I wouldn't say they're raising them in fear, but it is a little different now. Um, there's more things that we have to teach them when it comes to carrying themselves uh, versus, I think, back in the day. I'm not sure how, during y'all's time, you know, parents, mothers told their sons how when they go out and, and that type thing, what they had to do. But I know now. We definitely have to drive at home. Look, hey, put both hands on the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind yeah, of thing, you know, if they pull you over. Mm -hmm. And I also think now with the um, new day mothers, mm -hmm. they're not um, <clears throat> different from, I guess, where, where I, I was when I was raising my kids. They, and it may not necessarily have been totally, you know, so open and so right, but they have too much voice for mm -hmm. me. They allow kids to talk too much. Yeah, they, they have, um, well, you should listen to them. You should, you know, mm -hmm. let them express themselves. And, you know, it's okay to, ex ex you know, express yourself. Yeah. However, there should be a line. Right. And I think now kids are uh, have too much freedom oh, to yes. uh, talk when adults are talking. Sit around times you couldn't sit around right. adults when, you know, kids were not allowed in the room. Mm -hmm. You definitely could not you know, insert anything when adults were having a conversation, but right. now mm -hmm. kids are allowed to do yes. so much, and you know, because you want them to, you know, let them be themselves, mm -hmm. let them, you know, express themselves, or, you know, they don't have curfews, they have so right. much freedom, yes. and parents want to be friends right. with mm -hmm. their kids versus yep. being parents, so they can't, 
You know, sometimes you confuse the kid because yep. you don't know if today you're my friend or today you're going to be my mom. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's just... Yeah, I think that, that there's a new, there's definitely a new parenting style. I don't know if it's for fear more than it is um, for lack of parenting just at different levels now. I mean, you have grandmothers that are very young today mm-hmm. um, because kids are having kids, and that that's nothing new. Um, but it's, it's just a lot more prevalent now um, where you have young girls and young boys having kids. I mean, I've seen... So I started recently where some 12-year-old kid and, and, and a girl were having having a kid. That's, yeah, 12 year, years old, I wasn't even thinking about anything like that. I was trying to throw pine cones at some of my friends in the woods. You know? So it was, not, it was not something that we thought about. And then, and then I think the kids today are exposed, to your point, um, mother-in-law, they're exposed to too much too early. Um, yeah. Not only do they get to sit amongst their parents and hear grown folks' conversation, but the internet has opened up so many avenues that they see a lot of things before they their yes, brain should definitely. really mm-hmm. be trying to comprehend some of the things that they see, and that causes a different level of parenting that's required. Um, and and parents, you know, there you see parents handing kids tablets to raise them. Here, take this tablet, and and the kids at three and four know how to manipulate and maneuver a, a, an electronic device mm-hmm. to get to where they're going. At three years old, we were still <laughs> trying to figure out how to walk well, so. I mean, it's just a different day and time, and, and I think that, yeah, there, there's a lot of shifts there, but I think that, you know, if we, if we can get back to some of the basics of parenting, um, we might be able to change some things there. Here's another question. Has, um, has your, how has your faith played a role in your responsibilities as a wife and as a mother? I have had to trust God tremendously mm-hmm. through things that we went through in our early age mm-hmm. I didn't have anywhere else to go but to God mm-hmm. he has been there and like the words say if it had not been for the Lord who was mm-hmm. on our side mm-hmm. you know I could go to him for peace mm-hmm. and for joy you know when I, yeah. I needed him mm-hmm. right. to lead and guide me into what to do and how to do it yes. right. and he has been there I needed my faith so it has played a big part in my life yeah even today cool that's good yeah faith um, as well I have paid for for, as far as a wife um, it's like I have been divorced and married and remarried and um, as you grow in your faith I um, and then your spouse may not necessarily grow right. <laughs> as well, but you have to during the time you have to trust God in that as well, and you have to you have to be um, that light. Yeah. And I've learned during that time to be that light. I don't I didn't you know learn by Bible bashing my husband. Right. You know um, I have little tidbits that you know whoever's listening maybe you can try that instead mm-hmm. of. Um, beat him up, you know, mm-hmm. and the bathroom was his library. So mm-hmm. instead of putting, you know, certain books in there, I put a Bible mm-hmm. or daily bread or something, mm-hmm. and then you catch him reading that mm-hmm. instead of reading something else. Mm-hmm. So um, doing that, I've learned how to use my faith and trust God in mm-hmm. that area by letting God do the work right. versus me trying to talk through it. I live my life so mm-hmm. you can see it versus, you know, trying to force it on mm-hmm. you and as far as being a mother ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that faith when say first said how do you let go that's the hardest thing for yeah. a mother to do is to let go mm-hmm. 
um, as far as, you know, trying not to direct them and guide them and give them so much advice and yes. make them and tell them, you need to do this, you need to do that. You ha It has to come to a point where you have faith and trust God mm -hmm. during that process and mm -hmm. pray to God during that process and then you it'll come to a point where you just give it up yeah. and you say mm -hmm. God I'm tired of worrying about it I'm tired of not sleeping I'm tired of you know um, I remember a sermon not long ago mm -hmm. when you um, it may have been last Sunday I'm mm -hmm. not sure uh, as far as saying that Everybody know what they want to do, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you got you can't raise grown people. Right. So you got to allow them to to make their decision. They mm -hmm. know the right decision, and the word tells you train up a child in the way that they should go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to the best of my ability, I did that. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just got to let it go, mm -hmm. and that's where all your trust come in. Right. So now you know, regardless of. You know how they act or what they do. I go to sleep yeah. <laughs> without any medication. Honestly, fine. <laughs> you know, I trust God. He got yeah. it. Whatever, right. whatever yeah. direction, mm -hmm. whatever happened. If God allows something to happen, I always say, God, you know, prepare me. Let me be ready for for whatever it is right. Right. that I know you're gonna be there for me. Right. So yeah. you know, total trust, peace, rest in God. You know, with that through that process, and I had to learn that. You know, because at first I was up in the middle of the night. I didn't even know why I was up. I was up looking out of the window, trying mm -hmm. to see. You know, all this kind of stuff. Is he here? Is he not here? You know, and after a while, I was just tired. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I prayed. I said, Lord, just give me a peace. And you, if you don't have God in parenting, I don't know how you're doing it. Because you definitely need mm -hmm. the strength of God to be able to be a mother in today's time. Mm -hmm. And especially mm -hmm. if you are a mother to black boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's really hard because if they're out, you're like, okay, I wonder what they're doing. Or if they're being safe and who they're around. And make mm -hmm. sure don't nobody do nothing to them. And, you know, all this kind of stuff is going through your, through your mind. And so at this point, like you said, you just have to give it to God and allow him to take care of them. You say you trust him. So allow him to do what he's gonna do, and that was that was the hardest thing for me. Um, but now I'm at peace mm -hmm. with whatever it is, and it's a great place to be because I can mm -hmm. rest. Mm -hmm. rest and just big. live the life yeah. before them. Yeah, let them see God in you. Yeah, let them see God in you. Yeah, we saw a lot of that at the house. I mean, um, um, I don't. From my memory, I don't ever remember ever seeing anything other than. Uh, my dad being a minister of the gospel, my mom being a woman of faith. And so we grew up in that environment. And I understand that not everybody gets an opportunity to grow up in an environment like that. But I think that it does, it creates a difference for someone to see that. So I say that to say this to, to those that might listen to this is that you can make a change. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can change the situation. Definitely. Um, if, you, if you can change um, how you live and how you present yourself to your kids, it could change their life. Because whether they say it or not, they're always watching. Even now, we watch YouTube. We watch our dads, I mean, and what they do. Because it's something that you learn from. We learn by physical example a lot of times. And so um, if you're out there and you don't have God, then I, I would highly advise you look into giving your life to Christ and beginning to live that way. Because if you have kids, they're watching. And um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, My mother-in-law said, You train up a child and where they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Um, when they when they um, when they learn something and it's embedded in them, 
then they can come back around to that later God will be able to pull out of them what has been placed in them, brings them back to a good place. And so um, super excited. This has been a good conversation. Yes, so I'm yes. not going to let you go. I have a bonus question. I'm going to ask all three of you, and then we're, we're going we're gonna to conclude our, our podcast this time. But this is something I want you to think about the young lady that might be pregnant right now or the brand new mother who just had a baby. And I, and I want you to think of the in, from the perspective of this, this young girl is pregnant, she's about to have a baby, or she just had this baby. What advice would you give a new mother or someone who's pregnant right now? First, I would say to have God in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he will lead and guide you how to raise that child, how to love that child with the love that that child will need mm-hmm. to become an adult. That's great. Okay. Um, my advice to them, I don't know, um, you didn't say whether they were married or not married, but um, if you're not um, married, yeah. still, God still loves you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you don't have a relationship with God, you definitely need to get a relationship with God. And don't allow the devil to beat you up about That's right. a mistake that you have made because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's made. God mm-hmm. allowed it to happen in your life. So uh, the baby's there. Mm-hmm. you got to learn get in the Word. Read the Word to your baby if you're pregnant. Play uh, soft music to your baby uh, if you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. And once you do have the baby, um, my suggestion to a uh, mother is to breastfeed your baby. <laughs> it's the most wonderful thing ever uh, to do. And, it, it, and it's a, a connection there. Yeah. But, you know, spend time with your baby and, and just learn to love them. It's, it, it's going to take time, but that motherly connection, once you have a baby, it will, you will connect. You will feel that bond there. And so just... As Diane said, you know, read your word yeah. and God and pray to God and he will lead you mm-hmm. in the way how to love and to raise your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, um, I would say for new mothers or someone who's pregnant now, I would say just to remember to have boundaries um, and schedules, you know, um, flexible schedules but you do need some kind of routine for kids that's the way that's where they thrive best Mm -hmm. um even as they get older they still need routine you still need boundaries and so i would say um set some set some routine and boundaries it will help you because if you have like we were talking before if you have a bedtime of 8 39 o'clock then you know after they go to sleep every night that's your downtime and you can regroup and get yourself together mm-hmm. so i would definitely say set some boundaries uh, on top of everything um, our moms have said as well and also to just enjoy being a mom yeah just be present you know mm-hmm. just enjoy being a mom awesome ladies thank you so much for taking time to interview with your children they yeah, excellent right job um, excellent job <laughs> prayerfully those of you who might listen to this that you, you we pray that you get good information from this that you can apply to your life um this podcast is simply about what we say faith family and fellowship we talk about god we talk about our family and we talk about fellowship with each other and that is a very critical portion of living your life to have faith to have your family surrounding you and you know family might some of you may not have your natural family but if there are people in your your life that treat you and love on you like a family that is your family 
and fellowship is just being able to get along with the people around you as well. And so that's what this podcast is about. Today we've done that. Um, I want to close us in a word of prayer before we go. And again, happy Mother's Day to everyone that might be listening to this, those moms out there. Um, we love you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today thank you, Lord. Thank you. For, for all that you've done. Um, we're so grateful for our mothers, God. You have blessed us tremendously to have women of faith, wisdom, and knowledge to raise us. And Father, to even help us with our kids. God, we thank you for the insight that they provide and the wisdom that they have. God, we thank you for all that they've shared with us today. And we pray for that young mother out there, God, that may yes. be married or not married and may be with child or just had a, had a child. We pray, God, that you comfort them in this moment as they hear this, God. Give them words of encouragement through this podcast. Give them words of encouragement, most importantly, through your word, God. And we're just grateful to be able to share with them today. Ask you to continue to bless us and keep us all as we continue to look to you for all of our answers and solutions. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.